This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the guy who I know is fucking hyped with me today. My <laughs> God, what a game, man. What a game. I don't even know what to say. You know who I, who's with me? Because this man, he's has to be elated. This man has to be just jumping through the roof, jumping through ceilings, jumping out of windows. I don't know how he can't be at this point. Everyone, my guy, John Malika. John, how are you doing today, man? <laughs> Good man, I'm good. It's 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 just before five o'clock, but I finally caught my breath enough to sit down. What a game, dude! Oh my dude. goodness, I I was ready for the Jets' funeral today, ready for them to just come out completely flat. You and with me their both. Back, with their backup quarterback coaches showing absolutely no pulse, like they did off the bye, and thank God they proved us wrong. And my goodness, dude. Mike White, 400 yards. 400? When's the last time a Jets quarterback got 400 yards? Vinny Testaverde, back in 2000, <laughs> Christmas Eve. Last time we had 400 yards. Unbelievable. Last time. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. So, Oh, my God. The Jets have two wins, okay? And we beat the best team that everyone's been praising, best team in the AFC, apparently best team in the league. Cincinnati Bengals, the team that Coach Salah was. Now that we look, now I, you know, hindsight 2020, you get to look back on it a little bit. And his presser kind of being a little Belichickian, praising yeah. the, the Bengals, telling everyone how unsolicited too. And, you know, Connor, uh, Connor Hughes was talking about it this week. He's like, Coach Salah unsolicited talking about how the Jets need to be like the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> and, you know, just like over the top praise. And it, it, it was an in-between spot for them. Double-digit favorites also on the road to the backup quarterback. It's gloom and doom. And thankfully, man, I mean, the Jets had linebackers for the first time this year. Gerard Davis, first time he suited up. CJ Mosley yep. coming back healthy. Yep. And the op- and LaFleur goes back up to the booth, right, where he's comfortable. Well, he goes up to the booth for the first time. First right? game. Yep. Yeah. The season, uh, the season, first time this season. This team looked different today, and I I almost have no words to to put because I don't know what I just watched. Like, did I just watch what what was real, what was fake? Right, the the first half, the first drive, we did five straight throws. Meanwhile, we lead the league in first run, first down runs, and basically lead the league in second down runs. And we just came out, we threw five straight passes with our backup quarterback, completes every single one of them. What's it go mm-hmm. nine for nine? Mm-hmm. But then on the tenth one, it almost becomes a pick six, right? Yep. He almost had three pick sixes today in the yep. first half, and then all of a sudden he turned it around and and honestly looked like the best quarterback uh, uh, since maybe Testaverde in that second half, right? Just unbelievable. So what's real? What's fake? I don't know. I don't know what I just watched, but well, oh my goodness, dude! 
I, we have a game on Thursday. I, I, I couldn't think of a better scenario to go with this momentum into a Thursday. Like, who knows what we just watched? I don't know, I don't know if they know what they just experienced. Like, let's just keep it moving till Thursday. And like, the, the, I, like, not to jump too far, but the Colts just came off a overtime loss, like complete yeah. opposite side of the spectrum. Like, let's, you know, let's, let, let, let's see if we could, uh, build off this. Absolutely, man. I mean, today's game was just, it was incredible. You talked about it first. First of all, I just want to talk about how it's the first time this season we scored in the first quarter on the first <laughs> drive of the game. 10 plays, 75 yards, march down the field. You know, we have, as you talk about, five complete passes. You get Michael Carter running it in for a touchdown. Dude was just, it was, would you call it a tale of two halves? I don't know if you call it a tale, like a super tale of two halves, because you did talk about like Mike White. He did throw two interceptions, right? I don't know if you could put all the blame on Mike White for, for those two interceptions. But not for the first one, not the for first the first one. one. The, first, the first, I mean, the first one was just the, the first one was definitely his fault. The second one, like Michael Carter came out and he didn't look, but it was, I mean, he definitely threw it too early, like a panic throw and it was too early. So it was on both of them. And Michael Carter definitely had some rookie moments today, right? Like yeah, trying to close out the sure. game, not getting the mm-hmm. first down and yeah, sliding. Was, we could talk about that later, <laughs> you know, but on but, the other side, he had an amazing game, you know, on the offense. So we were, we were on both sides of the spectrum everywhere, all over the field. Yeah. But I just want to point out, like, Mike White came out here outside of, like, the shaky play once after that first drive, right, because he had the interception coming down later. You see, you start to see the Bengals. It goes 14, well, 17, was it 14-7? Uh, 17, four, was it 17-14 going into the half. And you're like, man, are, are we actually in this game? Like, I'm looking at this. Had, defense held like, it down, man. Are we, are we actually in this game? And then – you come out of the second half, you're like, hmm, maybe this is something you think it was getting away for a little bit, but then Mike White decides to, you know, put on a show for us and go for over 400 yards, three touchdowns, I mean, two interceptions today. Like, there was a lot. I would say it's not just Mike White today that just had a performance, even though he had the game-winning touchdown, right? Michael Carter was running well today. You had Ty Johnson playing well today. Denzel Mims got some catches in there. You had Jameson Crowder, Braxton Berrios. Bring uh, Mims had the right – Huh? He had, he, up right now. I know, but he, he had the ill. He had the. He, he should have had that catch. And then he dropped that's the touch, just wide open touchdown. To, to, I know, to, to, uh, go ahead touchdown. I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, it was a guy trying to make the team. All around effort for the <laughs> offense. Like everyone pulled together on the offense for for once. Outside of the Tennessee Titans with Zach Wilson, offensive line was playing well today. You had your running backs finding the holes and moving it up and down the field. You know, and everyone was giving more than just like minimum effort. And on top of that, we did this without the offense did it without Zach Wilson and Corey Davis. Right. Oh, no. like you said, more, more had a yeah. game. man. Yeah. not only did he had the, you know, six catches, 67 yards, didn't really show up on the scoreboard. Yeah. But he did. He had some really nice plays today. I, I really liked he, I mean, he phased out Berrios in this game. Even though Berrios came in and had to show, had to be the veteran and kind of show him how to score a touchdown, you know, at the mm-hmm. end there with the yep. tiptoe. Uh, I love that. And it's, it's kind of the same thing with Ty Johnson and Michael Carter, right? Michael Carter, like you said, is, is able to run the ball and push the, push the, kind of push through the holes and use the offensive yep. line during the game, but he can't finish, right? He can't finish in the red zone. And we have the veteran Ty Johnson, quote unquote veteran Ty Johnson to, you know, fit, get the job done. And I, if we can keep up that sort of camaraderie 
you know that that that's that's all we need to be a team. Like no, we don't have superstars. You know what I mean? We, we need to be. That's what that's what putting a game together to me is. Yeah, and to add on to Michael Carter, I mean, he's as of right now, he's still learning, right? He's still trying to get situated in the NFL, but right now he is a ten to ten. You know, not the twenty to twenty to for like as some players like to say, but he's a true ten to ten running back because when he finds space and he's he's very patient, he's learning to be patient to find the holes and let the offensive line create it for him before he starts attacking, which I think is just so savvy for such a, for a rookie running back. You don't usually see that. So I like what I saw from Michael Carter. You had Ty Johnson who gave that what excellent effort. like, right? Uh, Michael Carter? Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, because he's okay. short. Yes, yes, because he's short and shifty. Not as shifty as Darren Sproles because Darren Sproles was fast. Like, Darren, like once Darren Sproles touched the ball, he was out. He doesn't have that breakaway speed like Darren Sproles, but being a small running back and shifty, I, I can I can get behind that. Uh, okay, Ty Johnson giving that extra effort, toe tipping down the sideline to get that touchdown when we needed it most. Excellent, man, excellent. And then Mike White, man, like I don't know, like I really we're going to dive more into Mike White. I'm just impressed with a, our our second string QB coming in, first start in his career. Off Second an injury time, to the Patriots. Off an injury to a Patriots. But he comes in. <laughs> just saying. Just I know, saying. I know. I know. <laughs> 20 years ago, what happened? At, around the 20-yard line, when the Patriots played the Jets, someone by the name of Drew Bledsoe goes down with a knee injury, a la Tom Brady, 20 years later, back in New England. <laughs> Jets quarterback this time gets hurt by the 20-yard line quarterback comes in named Mike White. I'm not saying that Mike White's the next Tom Brady, but it would be quite the fucking story if that's the case. Again, like, it's just a redemption, man. I'd I'd lose my mind. But besides that, for a second string QB to come in, throw put up 405 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, spectacular, man. 37 for 45. Like, no. you, you want to talk about truly – doing everything like offensively, like whether it's pushing the ball down the field, middle, reading the zones, taking this off, taking this off, like the, 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 the hooks, the, the hitches, whatever you want to call them. And then looking underneath, like he did, he was maneuvering it very well and maneuvering the pocket very well today too. Really like Mike White's performance. But then I want to talk about the defense because even though they gave up 31 points to a very good offense, like what's, it is hard to contain Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, uh, Jamar, uh, Jamar Chase, like, and then you had, uh, uh, Uzoma, Uzama. Am I pronounced that right? Uzoma? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> like, that's no easy offense to, like, hold down. So the fact that they still put up 31 points, but made crucial plays when they needed to, that's the thing. They made critical plays when they needed to. Just when you thought they gave up the game winning touchdown to the Bengals, you have Shaq coming in here and getting that big, oh, uh, interception. That that's sick. what we needed. So that was sick. Yeah, I think the defense. I, I think the defense could have played better today. Like, is like you still gave up thirty-one points, but still they came up with some critical plays. Thirty-one points to the best team in the league. Yeah, according to everyone. Yeah. Flip side. Think, flip side. By the way, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have this entire season until today did not give up more than twenty-six points to opponents. That's what I'm first, saying. They have a, first they, opponent they have to give defense. up defense. That's what's sick. That's what's sick about the whole thing. And, you know, shout out to Coach Salah and the defense. We finally have linebackers. And you see what happened today? 
it's not a coincidence. Okay, I'll say the Jamar Chase one was maybe a little bit of a coincidence because he made some big drops, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll cough it up to that. But everybody else, I mean, even that huge catch uh, on Bryce Hall uh, um, uh, on Higgins, he, he 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 was all over him, and it wasn't even a catch. It was really a drop, but they snapped the ball quick enough. I mean, he was draped all over him. I mean, good defenses and a good catch, that's fine. I'll take that. But for the linebacker stuff, like we were double covering the tight end in the red zone every time down and on third down. And that made me so happy, dude. Like we actually adjusted to that. And maybe it was a little bit of, hey, man, we just don't have the personnel to even double him until we finally had the linebackers in there. You know what I mean? For the whole defense to work. And I know it's a, I mean, we definitely have a, next man up mentality, right? As you see from the quarterback, as you see from the defensive line, as you see from the linebackers, but sometimes you you, you need CJ Mosley, man. You need you need the brain of the defense to be there, at least on the defense. You need Gerard Davis there and you see the difference it made. The cornerbacks have been unbelievable. Honestly unbelievable. Even like Goodry is making some like spectacular third down stops that nobody's talking about. You know what I mean? Like just like quick things that are not going to show up on the, you know, he, he doesn't, it's not going to show up on the stat sheet. It's not going to show up on the highlights, but he made some huge plays. And that's the one, that's why I'm so excited about this team. And I, I know I'm supposed to be hell of excited about Mike White. And I am dude, 37 for 45, <laughs> 405 yards, three touchdowns. And the two picks against an unbelievable team is nothing to shake your head at and just say, "Oh yeah, it's one game." Like it's a, it's against one of the best teams in the league. So you have you have to. And he had the Philly Philly, all right. Um, then he literally like everything was perfect today, but it was just one game at home against the Bengals. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day. So I'm not gonna get super hyped, but at the moment. I loved everything about this team because they were comp- their back was against the wall and they came out confident. Even though not only was their back against the wall because of what's going on on their side of the ball in their locker room, in their franchise, they have the best team in the league coming into town. And they didn't let up. And double-digit favorites... You know, at, at home is tough, dude. Like that, like to be to be un- to be that big of an underdog at home, like that's. That's not fun. And, you know, MetLife was not sold out today. And you came out and you shoved your fist down the Bengals' throats from, honestly, from 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 the, the kickoff. And you know what I loved? And you could tell that this was their mentality going in. We won the toss that we received for the first time this year. Like, we were ready at, with our backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We're ready to go. And so... That's the one thing I, I liked about this team. And that's the one thing I'd be hyped about. Like, I know you want to talk about how Zach Wilson versus Mike White, right? Like everyone else on the planet right now. And, you know, let's get into that. But I, I I'm not, I'm not ready to jump ship like that. I, I love, I love what this Jets team is. Like if Mike White could keep doing this every week, great. Sounds good. Be the quarterback. No problem. But to me, he, I, he could be just be Fitzpatrick, you know, Fitz magicking it up. Where he does this for a couple weeks and then he reverts back to, you know, <laughs> wobbly throwing Mike White <laughs> to, to Corey Davis throw and the pick sixes actually connect, you know, like the, the three that didn't go today. So it can go either way. You know what I mean? It, it, it's that close, but if, I, if Zach Wilson's in there today, you know, I, I, I think it's, you know, going to be a similar game in my, I don't, I don't think that 
a, there's a difference really between Mike White and Zach Wilson. I think the Jets today as a whole, like we've never seen the Jets today play like this. Like receivers are making catches like crazy. Even the 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 guards are 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 playing. We have George Fett goes down, Adoga's coming in, you know, no problem. Like we're on our third tackle now. You know what I mean? Like people are stepping up, man. It's not it's so that, that's what it's all about to me. Like when 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 your back's against the wall and you guys are all a bunch of rookies from the top down, like literally from the top down, and you guys finally just go back to what you know, play defense, run the ball, go back up to the booth, and like we're gonna win this game, or you know, we're gonna put our best foot forward. Like we were even trying fifty even Emadola coming out of his shell, fifty six yard field goals that he's trying out. You know what I mean? I I I I just like the mentality. That's that that that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So as you as you were talking about, it was the next man up mentality, right? That the Jets had. So I like that aspect about it. But I think we also I can't agree with you that Zach Wilson would have came in here and put up something similar. I don't think so. I think we see that we can look at the Titans, right? And say, hey, Zach Wilson did this against the Titans. It is plausible that he could do this against the Bengals. What we saw from Zach Wilson against Atlanta, what we saw against him first time with the Patriots, even the second time against the Patriots, for most of the games, you have half of a Carolina Panthers game and a full Tennessee Titans game. Other than that, it's kind of hard for me to say he could have came in here and would have executed the same way as Mike White did, because I think when you watch Zach Wilson play, he's looking for the home run, home run play most of the time, instead of just taking what the defense gives him, which is what I said last week against when Mike White came in against the New England Patriots, that Mike White stepped up, took what the Patriots defense was giving him and was, you know, taking the soft coverage in the zone, pushing it down the field when he saw he had someone open. You see when he had Elijah Moore downfield, he was ready to push the ball because he saw he took the top off the defense. He's checking it down to Michael Carter. He's checking it down to Ty Johnson. He's spreading the ball around Mm -hmm. nicely. So that's why I think that's Mike White. He did that, and he did that today too, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like I was talking about, that's what he was doing today. Oh, I thought he did it against the Patriots because that's he did do that against. He the did Patriots, do that against the Patriots. He did, he did, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, he yeah, did it against the Patriots. Bring it in here again yeah. today, doing the same thing, yeah. and it was not only refreshing, but it shows what happens when because he already has a year of NFL experience under his belt. He's been behind a quarterback. He's been in those practices for a year. He's had the NFL program. It's not like a rookie coming in. So this is why I, I, I'm not throwing Zach Wilson out the window saying that he's not going to be a good quarterback that ditch Dick Zach, ditch Zach Wilson. Right. But it just shows you what happens when you understand the, and understand how to play at the NFL level. Okay. Zach Wilson's still playing like he's at BYU. I love the athleticism that he has, but he just has to tone it back just a little bit. Right. And that's where I can say with Mike white, now that we see essentially a game and a half that he can do this. You can go back and say, okay, I'm expecting this, not 400 passing yards, but I know what to expect as a demeanor and how he's going to approach the game. Right. That's all I could say. But why, but what you did allude to is do we have that quarterback controversy? No, we don't have that quarterback controversy. It's still Zach Wilson's team as of right now. Now, what we were talking before we came on air, if (laughs) Mike white comes out and doesn't put up, if he puts up another 400, your performance and, and and wins, you got to start him again and say, is this actually real? Because you can't just let that go. Okay. You can't let that go. Dude, but as of right now, so bad. 
Uh, <laughs> I want to go to Indy so bad. I want to see. I'm so Thursday. excited. I want to go that. to Indy so bad on Thursday. I'm not I have ex- no idea. I want to see. Like Obviously, I want the Jets to win, but I'm now more intrigued about Mike White and his performance. Can he replicate this performance? Because if he does, and he does it again against Indianapolis, and it doesn't even have to be 400 yards. If you're telling me he gets 290-some-odd yards, right, and two touchdowns, we still have a question. We still have some questions here if he comes out with a win and no interceptions. We still have some questions because – Zach Wilson's not come back from Matt for a couple of weeks, bro. He has a PCL. I don't know why everyone – I have – I'm, I'm just so mad that he's not on short-term IR, at least. Why is he not on short-term IR? And so why did we trade for Joe Flacco? <laughs> well, okay. So the, okay. So here's, here's the one thing that I believe I learned this week why we, we traded for Joe Flacco. Is we need an day? insurance policy for Mike White because when Josh, we saw what happened today when Josh Johnson came in, like that, if we like, then you're really like throwing in the towel. So if Mike White does get hurt like today, we need to have somebody in there. So if Joe, I'd like for Joe Flacco to be on the sidelines on Thursday, because what if Mike White gets lit up? Like then, I, then no, I have, now now we're, now we're about to get embarrassed, uh, you know, <laughs> on prime time with Josh Johnson. That's tough. I'd rather have Flacco in there. You know, someone that can at least run the offense. So I, for, for from that aspect, I'm I'm okay with it. The whole thing still doesn't make sense. With Zach Wilson not on short term IR, what's I, you know what I think is going to happen, man? I think they're going to see Mac it up. I think they're going to pretend in 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 two three weeks that they're going to try it again, and then they're going to put him on short term IR in order to like gain some weeks. Because as soon as you come back from short term IR, you have to make a decision on him whether to yeah. add him to the roster or to IR him for the rest of the year. But I think they they, they that's like the loophole they play, where they like keep him around for a couple weeks and then. They 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 do it like C Mac, and that, that's and then, that's just honestly, how I imagine it. It's going to happen. But then, in all honesty, for them, it also plays well because if you see Mike White do this performance, and if you're whoever, whether it's Salah, whether it's Wafor, whether it's Joe Douglas, you're like, let me see what this kid has a little bit before I bring my before I bring Zach Wilson back in. I like I don't know how you can watch because the this pressure's game. on. The pressure's huh? on for Zach. The pressure's on Zach. Oh, 100%. This was the most non-pressure game for the Jets, obviously, all year, but in quite a while. Like, no, 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 no matter what the score was in this game, we would have been fine. And so I feel like when that happens, you, you like when you just kind of chill out a little bit, and especially the other team is going to chill out a little bit too because they just That's had a couple of big games. Yeah. yeah, big wins. And then next week is a big game versus Cleveland. And I versus the worst team in the league, right? The Jets, according to everyone. Yeah. And then we have no pressure because it's Mike White too. It changes the game. And, and now there's a lot of pressure going to move on Zach Wilson, man. A lot of pressure now. And the thing is too, because whether it's fans, whoever, it was questioning, is this a Zach Wilson thing or is this a Michael Four thing? Well, it can't be a Michael Four thing if Mike White could come in here for two and a half, a game and a half and move the ball up and down the field. And that's the issue where I say last week with Zach, you got to tone it down a little bit and calm down because if someone can come in, even against the Patriots and do a little bit of moving the ball, sure. We can joke that it was a very high ball to Corey Davis. We can, you can even make the stretch saying Mike White threw it to the only place that Corey Davis can get it. And Corey Davis made a spectacular play on it just mm-hmm. like he did to Keelan Cole today, because <laughs> I thought that was a great pass, like back shoulder. I thought that was a great pass. Dude, because that it, was definitely that was definitely a, a catch. First of all, that oh, was 100%. a touchdown. 
The NFL the can get would definitely catch touchdown, and the and the Higgins catch was not a catch. Like it's unbelievable. We but have at to at the it- same time. At the same time, that definitely was not a roughing, roughing, uh, unnecessary roughness helmet to helmet against Ty Johnson uh, on on that third down. The, the, so the refs, the refs in the NFL can get ejected into the sun because there's just so <laughs> much. <sighs> it's too much inconsistency, man. It, but that's the NFL. That's been the NFL <laughs> under the watch of. Uh, uh, Roger Goodell, man. Whether it's so, is this real, where, Alex? Is this real? What we saw today? <sighs> is it real for what? What's the question? Like, what? I mean, real? we have a Jets game on Thursday. Like the the next, the, the next, it's coming right up. Like we we. I don't we just, know. So 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 here here's the reality of the situation. Okay, the Jets now. We're all we're all we all today can't believe our eyes. My uncle's texted me like, <laughs> uh, is it Halloween? Like, did another team dress up as the Jets today? Like diehard Jets fan, like we none of us can believe what's ha- what what we saw today, right? My, you know, my brother's texting me, "Are we trading Zach Wilson?" Everyone's going nuts, right? Okay, let's relax on we're, trading we're Zach Wilson. No, I, yeah, <laughs> okay. we, so, yeah, but I'm saying we're, all, we're I mean, everyone's going nuts, but we have a game on Thursday, right? So the, the, reality's about to set in. We, they celebrate the win, I guess, like to the end of the day, but we you already have to start prepping for Thursday. The Colts just lost in overtime to the Titans. So they're going to come Colts back are a good looking team. to go, and they're looking to go. The Colts are going to come out looking to get a win because they just lost in overtime by a, a Carson Wentz. I don't even know what the hell you're doing, bro. You're just th- you're th- you're chucking the ball up in your own end zone, to whoever. <laughs> it makes no sense. By digress, and and I Randy think, Bullock put it away. The, the guy the guy who let us take away you know, I know. the Titans. Great. It's so I, all, I don't know. If the, I don't know if this circle works in 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 football, right? We beat the Titans. Titans beat the Colts. So <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. But but I it's think it's gonna be a answer, huge game for Mike White and the Jets, man. I, so the question is, do you, do you think how about this? Is it gonna be first half Jets <laughs> or or, sec, or 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 second half Mike White? Is the defense gonna come and show out against the Colts? Like, how do you think this Jets team is gonna respond coming off this win? We've never put together two wins, obviously. I think you have to, if you're the Jets, you have to come in. You said it, right? Their backs are against the wall for the, still their backs are against. Yeah. And not, 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 okay. compu- not, not completely against the wall, but they, they slightly moved off against the edge of the cliff, right? Because mm-hmm. you come into this game. Well, the work, you're considered one of the worst teams in the NFL. You can't even string together drives in the first quarter to get you <laughs> a touchdown, to get you points, anything. And when you do, <laughs> your kicker misses it last week, like the New England Patriots. Not even but, three points, bro. I know. So now this week, their backs were against the wall. They had to look competent because you hear the chance against Salah. You hear the chance against LaFleur. People were saying one and done for, for our coaches. Makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. But yet they were getting that, they were getting that noise, right? The, the rumblings of Jets fans and the media were starting to slowly rumble, more so the fans and the media. So that's why their backs were against the wall for this game. They slightly moved it away, but you still have to come out and say, we still have something to prove. You can't just have one good game and then go back to being, you know, the laughing stock can't store, can't score in the first quarter Jets. You have to come out and show progress as a team. So there is something for the Jets to play for. Their season, there's not really much to play for. They're so, they'd have to go on a crazy run to make the playoffs and to Listen, even like have. What for three they, and five? That's what I'm saying. What happens on Thursday? Because if we're three and five, <laughs> just based on record, we're, we have to be singing a different tune. But it's so hard because, you know, as they say, like if you go 0-2 to start the season, it is such a, a low probability to make it to the playoffs. Things change now because we got 17 games. So 
You could say new and a, and, a, and a third wild card spot and a third wild card. Yeah, sure. Anything can happen at that point, but they're still are backs against the wall. They still the Jets still have to come out and they have to win. Conversely, for the Indianapolis Colts, you just lost miserably to the Tennessee Titans, divisional foe. You're trying to compete for a playoff spot. You know about the wild card too. With the Jets, honestly, at this point, yeah, and you're playing the Jets for the wild card. The the Colts and the Jets are always playing a tough game for the wild card spot. It's insane. Or playing the wild card playoffs. The thing is, we're not in the wild card. We're we're not in the wild card spot. The Colts have more of a season than we do at this point. I know, but this is also it might be another winner go home type game. Maybe. I mean, if the the Colts are three and five right now, if they come out. And are three and six, then it starts to look dark for yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They're but also if, gonna come but in. But if we're three and five, they, it starts to look insanely, they, they insanely have, bright. The, the th- <laughs> it does. But the thing is that the Colts have something more to play for than the Jets right now, right? The Jets don't have to play for playoffs. They, that 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 pressure was relieved once they drafted a rookie quarterback, once they got a rookie head coach <laughs> with a rookie offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying, let's just see some development and growth. So they don't have that high expectation. Regardless, they still should want to win. But the position they're in, as I already stated, is that they got to look like they're actually building something here. They can't come out and just put up another stinker. So they have that pressure. But I think the Colts' pressure of wanting to win and stay in this playoff race in the South, that's real, man. So it'll be interesting next week. I'm not, we're not doing that. We're not doing the breakdown, uh, preview of that game yet, but. I think they both have something to play for. Like, they definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'll just say that I like this type of Jets team playing as underdogs, like underdog mentality. And I specifically hate this type of Colts team playing as favorites, like ready to go. Yeah. Uh, just like in general, both both of these two squads in the position that they're in right now. Just favors us, uh, which is good. I, 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 I just can't speak enough about how much I love the, like, we always talk about culture, right? Especially as Knicks fans, right? We, we, we've seen the growth. We talk about culture. Today, I saw culture. Today, Keelan Cole making one handed stops. Like everybody's hyped. Like, Dude. uh, even when Michael Carter made that mistake, like, uh, the people were, uh, players were coaching him on the side. Like they weren't yelling at him for, for sliding, out. for sliding. For sliding early, they're just telling him like next time, yeah. like it's it's better to go out of bounds. Dude. Like whatever, they were just like talking to him. It wasn't see- as if it, he was like on the sideline, like with his head down or like sta- you know. We always see when a player makes a mistake at the end of the game, like staring at, at, into the abyss. You know what I mean by himself. And the good thing is too, the good thing too to add on top of that, even when you see Michael Carter getting back in the huddle, you see everyone patting his head as you said, coaching him up in the huddle. So that's a good thing. Even with when Edoga has the false start, right? Wait in the for- in in the fourth quarter. Where it's close. We're, we're talking about what was it like? I think like three, third and like five or something. Or third like that. tackle, dude. Crazy. Yeah. He's going to start. I, or, or, third and, or, or third and, yes. what was it? Third and two. I think it was like third and two. And he false starts. You see Elijah Varek Tucker just sitting on the head. It's like, it's okay, man. We got this. Like, yeah. that's culture, man. And the fact that they came out today and still played hard, wanted to win, when they could easily pack it up. They could easily come out here right now, being one and five, saying, "Why? Why are we even playing? What are we playing for? What are we doing yeah. here?" Yeah. They don't. Ha- they didn't have to come out, and they still came out today. That is culture. That's the because at this point, last season, right? What do we have? We had Alex Lu- Alex Lewis and everybody talking to uh, Adam Gase. We had uh, Greg Williams, Adam Gase controversy. We had locker room. Turmoil. I got to do that we- to me right now, man. 
No, but I'm just saying that's that's the building <laughs> of culture. I'm just saying that's the building of culture. You know, just it, yeah, just the right. drastic difference of like where we are at this time. Because when we lost to the Broncos last year, everyone was like was packing in, and you felt it. You felt like it was packing it in. So listen, this it. was the pack it in game. This was the first pack it in game today. If we came out and lost the same exact way we lost to the Patriots today, this was the pack it in game. The season was over, completely over. Like we're literally going to start mock drafts. So I mean, I that's why I'm saying there was culture. <laughs> well, I'm saying well, that's why I'm saying there's culture, man. And th- th- because that's what's impressed me about this game. It's not the fact that Mike White had 400 yards going through with three touchdowns. Like that, that's not what impressed me because I'm not sure if that's fake or real. And if it is real, it has a lot more to do with the team than it does Mike White, in my opinion. Okay. And so I, I the defensive stops in, in the red zone, the defensive stops on third downs, the, the cornerbacks. Okay, last thing, last thing. I, I I can't get it out of my mind, and I know this is a rapid reaction episode, but it is a trade deadline episode too. The trade deadline's coming up, so I I'm going to ask you again, man. These safeties were so whack. I hate to say it out loud. The safeties are whack. Our safeties are whack, dude. Like even Marcus May. It, I mean, like uncover it. I, I, he's not amazing this year. Is he amazing this year? I, I don't know. Like he's been getting burned. Do you, are we going to sign him? Are we like? Do we just trade him? We just gotta trade him, right? Yeah, no, he's getting traded. I think the bigger question now is, I hate to say it, Jamison Crowder, <laughs> the guy I, that threw the Philly Philly, Jamison Crowder. He threw the I Philly think, Philly today on the on the two point conversion of Mike White. I think there's a question if we should trade him right now, especially. Okay. And here's That's the here, because if you're having Mike White do this, and I know you said. If Mike White does it again, it's more so to the team than Mike White. I think it's, I think it's a bit of everything because if Mike White can replicate this performance, no, no, I just said today. That was, that was oh, the one oh, I saw oh, today. Oh, like, oh, 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 yeah, no, Mike White's performance today—it was a true team effort today. Mike White yeah. played really well today, but it was all about the team because we could have packed it in and lost by fifty, sure. and then the season could have been easily over. Sure, sure. we could have just blamed on the fact that we're on a backup quarterback, third string tackle, rookies 100%. everywhere and just sure. like call would, it a day. Easy. I'm I'm saying if he does it again though, we have If he does some, it again now we're talking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's the thing with and that's crazy. the thing with Jameson Crowder is that if we're seeing this offense, right? And Jameson Crowder was a big part of that offense today. He was. You can't really trade him if you're going to have So then we can't trade May either. Uh you could trade May because the defense Okay. Eh, May I'm okay with trading. Like if you're not well, going to sign, they're both not going to be on the team next year. So it's the same idea. But my the the justification for Jameson Crowder at least is that offensively we have seen it just stink for like more than has been good. That I'd rather mm-hmm. see help the quarterback out than hurt the quarterback. You know, I'd rather see just, growth than 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 hurt. But that, here's, a, here's why. Here's why I don't. Here's why I don't. Here's why I don't like your logic here. Is because you want a veteran quarterback behind Zach Wilson for Flacco, but you don't want Crowder in there to be like a veteran receiver in our, you know, in, our, in that room. No, I think he's good to have him as a veteran receiver in the room. But we also have Keelan Cole, who's a veteran receiver too. We also have Corey Davis, who's also a veteran receiver too. It's not like we're 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 short on veteran receivers. Yeah, Corey Davis. All right, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later <laughs> on Thursday episode. Hey man, <laughs> you asked about veteran receivers. If you're talking about like true leadership, you're right. You're right. If you're, you're right, talking right. about true leadership mentality, like that's 
Crowder's a different leader than, uh, in my opinion, than Corey Davis. Yeah, like no, he's, he just, he, just he's like the fact vocal. that we got our first win. The fact that we got our first win without Corey Davis and Zach Wilson like pisses me off to my core. I mean, not our first win, but like our, our the, with Mike White, okay. like that we got a huge, like a huge win with them. That pisses me this off. This is his second bit. game, though. Second game, like even though the Jets won off a missed field goal by, um, Fat Randy. <laughs> I I will not call him that. You can call him that. <laughs> uh, um, I was it. Was it Bullock? Yeah, yeah, Randy Bullock. Yeah, Randy Bullock. I can't, I'm like, I, I was like, is I'm thinking Reggie Bullock or Randy Bullock. What's going on here? Our, our, <laughs> our Bullocks, too much. But we lost the first one to Bullock. This one, though, this is a, this is a pretty good win, man. Like, come from behind, win. is huge, bro. With offense. is going to be huge. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Mike White, let's see you do it again, man. I want to see you do it again. Uh, Jets, let's do it again, man. We came out pretty clean off the injury report. Let's see, let's see, let's see who practices this week. Short week, probably gonna be a couple of walkthroughs. No real practices. Yep. We'll be back soon uh, with this uh, Thursday drop, right? Because it's a Thursday game. I'm hyped, dude. We got we got a huge Knicks schedule coming up, and then the, the Jets playing on Thursday, Thanksgiving around the corner. I mean, if the Jets are playing meaningful, meaningful football or even 500 football around Thanksgiving, I'm going to be on a whole Dude, different that's, planet, especially if the Knicks are in first place. I'm going to be on a different planet, man. Knicks 5-1. and one. If the Jets are playing 500 football, that's a good season <laughs> for this type of team. Yo, and at it, any it, point, at any point right now, from now on, if they're playing, if we're playing anywhere near 500 football, I am ecstatic. <laughs> like, the, the, yeah, because I am was, the happiest human. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. But I think that, I think this is a good place to end it. For our rapid reaction, we'll be back earlier this week uh, because we won't drop it on Friday because we got to get you this Jets preview before uh, the Thursday game. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to this podcast. And if you don't, it's okay. It truly is okay. And I'll tell you why. On Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. On top of that, we're also on YouTube, so please make sure to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that thumbs notification up for your bell. Boys. Yeah, man, come on. Hit that hit that thumbs up button for us. Come on, we need it. We need that support. Also, while you're there at YouTube, and you should also know, we have another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. Greg, our video producer, John, my co-host over here. These guys put out a phenomenal podcast for betting. They just put out one for this week. They do it every week for the NFL. They're going to start doing some stuff. And the Jets this week, baby. Let's go. They're going to start doing some stuff for the NBA coming up soon. They're working on that. But please make sure to go check out their podcast. They do a really good job as well. They're on also all other streaming platforms as well. So you can go find them on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, Spotify. You name it, they're also there. Also, also, please make sure to check out our works, man. Where you can find us outside of this podcast, you can find Je- John at the Jet Press writing up some stuff about the Jets and his takes. Make sure to have a nice morning and have good 10, 15 minutes to read his articles. They are very in depth and nuanced. So make sure to go check him out there. Also, you can find me over at Knicks Fan TV. Whether it's doing some uh, the podcast for like the what is it, their Sunday podcast edition, or even some of the writing over there at KnicksFanTV.com. And you can also check out some of my betting over at Tally site. And then certainly, last but not least, please make sure to find us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, album, bro. TikTok. Yeah, it's now it's on Spotify. Apple and yeah. Spotify. Support our producer, man. Man puts out fire beats. Go make sure to check out his latest drop. Uh, he has bad apples, but he also has uh, one. If you all love, uh, what is it? Squid Games. 
Check out that album. That just dropped. Red, light, green, really white. Red, white, green, white. It's really good. Highly recommend checking that out. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later, earlier this week, for both a Knicks episode and a Jets episode. Let's go Jets, baby. And let's go Knicks. Let's go. Let's go.